0: Fucking, dude, what's going on? This is Aiden Jones, you're listening to Sitting Under a Tree, Tuesday the 20th of August 2019. I, I feel good. I feel great, actually. Man, I'm really, uh, I don't know, I think it's just Edinburgh. Like, I, every time I go to Edinburgh, every time I come here, like the last, you know, three years now that I've been coming and and doing spots, and and doing heaps of spots, like multiple every day, I get to a point where I'm like, I've finally ascended to the next level as a comedian, you know, like I get so loose, so free on stage, and this week especially, man, I've just like been going up on stage and fucking riffing a bunch, going really like off my material, and, and just fucking around, I've been having so much fun in my spots, and I know that after a month of not performing that much it's going to go back to you know i i hope it's not i think i'm looser than i've ever been but it feels like it feels like for about after about a month from when the fringe finishes you regress back to a point that's like still higher than where you were at the start but lower than the peak this right now is the peak i'm at the fucking peak i'm a i'm a beast on stage right now man I'm the greatest comedian who has ever lived. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Drinkers of soda water sitting in Sarah's room. Uh, this is the third room, the, th- the third room in my flat that I've done this podcast in this fringe. Three from three. I am... Uh, oh, just some of the sets that I've had lately have been so much fun, man. I did a set uh, last week um, at uh, at the Drunken Heckle Show. I hope I didn't talk about this this week. I can't fucking remember when anything was. I think this was like five days ago, but it could be 10 years ago. <laughs> the time at this point just stretches out and folds over. And um, no, this must have been in the, in the, in the, since I've done the last podcast. It has to have been. Since I've done the last podcast, I've done like fucking like 40 sets. This <laughs> It's insane. Um, what am I on for the Fringe so far? I am on, uh, 129 since the 1st of August. Do you know what I mean? So, what's that? 20, that's six a day. Um, just over six a day. And, like... Yeah, I did this one at the Drunken Heckle show, which is a show where a few of the audience get paddles, and they put a paddle up in the air and they can heckle you. And it's great because normally when you're doing crowd work and, like, riffing, you're looking for things to happen in the room so that you can go off of those things. But with Drunken Heckle, the audience are giving them to you without being asked, so it doesn't feel forced or contrived. And I started talking to a couple about anal sex, and then... um, First of all, I was like, have you done it? And they were like, no. And the girl, I was talking more to the girl than the guy. Um, sorry for being heteronormative. It could have been the girl and the other girl. Um, I, uh, I was talking to the girl and and she said, uh, no, like we haven't done it. And then I told the story that I, it's like a, a, a fucking story for stand-up that I have about letting a girl put a carrot in my butt. And then they kind of opened up a bit and started giggling and they were like, okay, we've talked about it. And I was like, oh, sick. Like, what was the conversation? What was the, if that's okay, you know, still trying to be like, you can not answer if you want, but I feel like you want to answer or you're just like a little bit nervous, but you don't not want to say. Um, and then eventually they they were like, no, actually we did do it. And the guy like moved far away and fell onto the chair and and started laughing, you know. And uh and I was like, oh my God, amazing. Who did it to who? Like, was it you doing it to him? Or was it he doing it to you? Or what's all this? And then this girl, a few seats down from them, went, uh, she put her paddle up. And, and I was like, what's up? What's your fucking, what, tell me. And she goes, she was quite nervous. And she was like, well, I, I'm, I'm Irish and I grew up in a quite a Catholic uh, household and and sh- oh, I don't want to oh, I don't want to say it I don't, I don't know and I'm like fuck come on man like I've said some fucked shit in this show just say what you're gonna say no judgment here even if it's even if it's fucked we'll forgive you this is a safe place what do you got and she goes I grew up in in a strictly Catholic household and I was taught that sex anal sex is is sex that God can't see. <laughs> and the fucking room went to bits oh my god this religious girl in a very uh in a very like non indirect way admitting that she had had heaps of butt sex (laughs) that's so good that's the kind of shit that I'm really enjoying finding on stage right now, you know? Like, talk to people, find fun things, and they happen, and and uh, I need to get better at going back into my material off of it. But right now, I guess maybe it's the vibe at the fringe that people are just always down to find, that, you know, for to do that. Um, I was... Uh, what was another one? I can't even remember. I've just... I've been trying to do things like that. Oh, the other day, there was a lady in the front row of a show, that's right, I was talking about, because uh, a, a, a fucking thing happened, a friend of mine, we were taking a photo, and someone said, everyone take your tops off, and uh, uh, one of the girls, like, showed her cleavage to the camera, but then the other girl got really excited, and just took her whole top off, and we were like, what are you doing, and she was like, I thought we were all doing it, and you know, it was very funny, and uh, I told that story on stage, and then I asked, like, you know, have any girls in here ever, like, done that, like, the girls gone wild flash, and uh, I looked at one girl and she was like, well, look at me. And she had a broken arm and she had like her arm in a sling. And I was like, look at me, mate. And I was like, you haven't had a broken arm for your whole life, dude. And she, whatever, that was fun. And then I was like, what, how'd you break your arm? And it turns out she and the whole front row of this show were on a bucks party. Um, and I was like, that's, if the girl is, the girl that's allowed to come on the stag weekend is the, that's like a white dude in the group of black guys, you know, it's like, he's the craziest one, the girl who's allowed on the stag weekend is the craziest person in that crew, because those dudes have seen her do some fucking crazy shit, and, uh, and she had a broken arm, she was like, actually, I broke my arm yesterday, they were doing fucking, uh, what do they call it, acro, Acrobics or something, a fucking, like, acrobat, no, acrobatic, acro-yoga, acro-yoga, is what they called it, Acrobat yoga, which I assumed from the name. I they said correctly, but I still have no idea. I still have no idea what Acro Yoga is. Acrobat yoga, so it's like yoga, but where you lift people up and and do what, trapeze? Is there an elephant? I don't know, mate. Um, whatever it is, she was doing acro yoga with one of the she pointed at the dude down the other end of their group and said, That guy broke my arm yesterday. They were doing acro yoga and she fell and broke her arm, and they still hadn't been to the hospital, that was on Saturday, and uh, so the, uh, the gig was on Saturday, so it was Friday night, they were doing Acra yoga, and it was like 4 a.m., and then she broke her arm, and they hadn't gone to the hospital, or stopped the weekend, they just kept going, that's sick, I like that, <laughs> I don't know what the point of any of this is, but I'm having a good time, you know, people are getting their arms broken, I don't think I would be um, confident enough to, to talk for long enough without a laugh for the amount of time that it takes to get into a story like that, you know? Because part of talking to people, I think, and going on stage and just and, and getting to those things is going through the point where there's no laughs because it's just letting people know that you are comfortable, that you're not looking for a laugh, that you're just ready to take whatever's going to come. And uh, and sometimes nothing comes of it, and sometimes you find out that someone's friend broke their arm at four a.m. the previous night, and they haven't gone to the hospital, and that's sick. People get excited when they hear that. I'm I, I'm having a great time. The money thing is not a thing anymore. I went to the um I went to the bank the other day, put my money in the bank, and uh, what was it like fourteen hundred pounds, um cleared my overdraft, I still owe my boys like 700 pounds or something like that, but got rid of that overdraft, daddy, daddy, dad, <laughs> i probably owe more than that, i probably owe a bunch of money, I don't know man, I'm doing okay, yeah, I fucking went for a run yesterday, how brutal is this, I went for a run yesterday, and on my app, the fucking, it's called Strava, the app that I use, you can uh, go for a run, and then it asks you to, like, name your run, you know, so it's like, you just did an activity time or whatever, and then it's like, what would you like to name your activity, and uh, I did that yesterday, which was the 18th, Uh, today's the 19th, I'm recording on Monday, whatever, no one cares, so I did that, and um, I went to name my run, and then I saw the previous run that I went on was the 1st of August, and I'd named that run day one <laughs> which means that was me going this is day one I'm going to try and run every single day of the fringe <laughs> and I didn't run again until the 18th of August and then, the, and then I named that run numbering my runs by day of the fringe was pretty ambitious I see that now Oh, good shit, man. I haven't drank, though. Today, actually, Monday, is day 60. Sober. 60 fucking days of sobriety. Suck my drunken cock, universe. They said I couldn't do it. No one said I couldn't do it. They said that I would never be able to commit to it. People actually wished me well. People were like, good for you, man. A lot of people have said, good for you, that's great. No, no real, there's been... uh, (laughs) Like a couple of my mates, when I told them, were like, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, And uh, and those people are the people that I do it for. The haters keep me going, man. All the people who never thought I could do it. You guys give me the energy to keep going harder, faster, stronger, better than before. I think of too many, but that can't be true. People who say the haters keep you going... I reckon, maybe if there's like three of them, I reckon if everyone, <laughs> that'd be a real fun experiment. Hey, some gym junkie dude who's posting like, haters make me strong. Yeah, what about if there's 4,000 people, <laughs> 4,000 people individually commenting on your post? You are a fat piece of shit. He's <laughs> still getting up at 6am and going to the gym then, fatty? I don't think so, dude maybe one hater is enough, but you still need the balance of people who think you're great to validate yourself and go, actually, I am a good person, especially if you're someone who's posting on fucking Instagram about how haters keep you going, oh my god, the level of fragile ego, you would need to do that in all sincerity, Uh, (laughs) that'd be such a good campaign, get a bunch of people together, I mean, that's just called online bullying, isn't it? Let's not do that. But, like, saying the haters make you stronger, it's like, don't fuck with the bull unless you want the horns. You're poking the bull that is the online bullying community. And, yes, we are a community. We have monthly meetups with with scones and cream and jam, and it's lovely because we're actually great people deep down, but we have a fully formed sense of irony and justice. That would be a great... Great campaign. Get that that's that's the new flash mob, isn't it? A bunch of different people not meeting up in person but meeting up online to <laughs> just to prove to some fucking idiot that actually the haters don't make them strong. They push them further and further towards their inevitable psychological breakdown. Oh. That's the kind of flash mob that I could really get behind in theory, but in practice it would be way too mean, wouldn't it? Because it like no one deserves to be you know what why do i want to make that person break why do I, why does it annoy me that that person is close to psychological breakdown or no that's not it why does it annoy me that that person is on the internet going the haters make me strong is it because they're wrong is it because i think no the haters don't make you strong and i want them to know that why do i want that person to know that they're wrong like why Why is it important to me to tell someone that they're wrong just so I feel right is that it I don't know mate <laughs> maybe I need a fucking drink a beer and shut the fuck up for a second very introspective this is the podcast where we ask why always why why do I feel like that why do I think those things why am I doing a podcast I don't know that one last week was nice though, wasn't it? Richard Wright, eh? The Virgin. Um, hopefully, I'll get someone else on this week. What was I going to say? What the fuck was I talking about before? God damn it! There's something about the haters make me strong. I don't fucking know, man. <sighs> Let's do some more, uh, some more gigs. I've been having, oh my god, only 15 minutes. What a nightmare. I'm, um, I'm kind of frustrated with my new show, Lightfoot James. Here's the thing. The whole show was supposed to be... about. This was the blurb that I wrote. For most of 2017, I received taunting messages from a fake Facebook account. Lightfoot James made veiled threats about my family, but then some weeks he just asked about the tennis. Help me find him. And it's like... I should have known when I wrote that. Help me find him. Well, I'm I'm never going to find him. I knew I was never going to find him when I wrote that, but I still wrote it. And now there's this 10-minute chunk in my show... I do like 15 minutes about my family and being half Colombian and all this stuff that is supposed to set up the rest of the show. And then there's this 10 minute detour about some cunt messaging me online. And and it's really acting to the detriment of the rest of the show because it doesn't fit. There's no jokes for it. I'm not going to write any jokes for it because I don't like it. It's just a person who was mean to me and now is gone. And I keep trying to tell audiences in the show, like I put it 15 minutes in so I've built up a bit of a rapport and then it's annoying because as soon as I've built up the rapport, I just smash it, you know? As soon as we've got to a point where we're like, we like each other, then I go, by the way, this. And I th- I don't, th- I think they understand, but I also think because there's no jokes, I really run out of steam and then the next bit is this stuff about my dad which isn't even, it's not actually comedy-wise that good. And, um, so when I get there, from the fucking, the stuff about the dude sending me all these messages online, it's like, you know what? I've been fucking mumbling and stuttering a bunch lately. My speech has gone out the window. Maybe it's all the gigs that I'm doing. I'm finding myself less and less able to talk. There's a line in my show, fuck, what is it? Um, this line, every week, every day, Right? every day I do this line in my old show in in, in um, 52 days when I'm talking about Melanie and I go, she used to say, hey, you won't see me like that. And I go, well, you won't pass your English exam. That's the punchline that I do. I feel weird saying it now because there's no one laughing and you're probably not laughing either, but whatever. That's the joke. She goes, you won't see me like that because her, her English was bad. And then I go, you won't pass your English exam. And every night when I do it, I go, you won't pass your English exam. And I, all, every single time, I almost stumble over the, you won't pass your English exam. English, English. La 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 and I've, I've, I know this punchline's coming and it gets a laugh. That line always gets a laugh. Always fucking kills, dude. Uh, it always gets a laugh, but I'm, I've am i actually never fucked it up, I don't think. But every time, it's like, it's fucking touch and go. You won't pass your English exam. Why is that ringle, ringle? I spoke to a guy a few weeks ago who did a PhD in uh like the sound of language phonolinguistics was what he called it and uh it's interesting doing comedy because you learn about punchlines and the way punchlines work is that hard sounding consonants like b and k are good punchline ones because they hit harder and uh this guy uh mc hammersmith uh, was um, his act, name? I can't remember the actual dude's name. Will, I think, is the guy's name. Anyway, we were backstage at the stand a month and a half ago, and he told me he did that, and I was like, oh, that's so interesting, and we were talking about the uh, ways that punchlines work, and he actually investigated that theory of that some words with hard consonants are better as punchlines than words without hard consonants, but it's almost... You can't test it because as soon as you have two synonyms, even if it's the same word, it's still, there are different connotations to the word. So you can never have a word. You can never have two different words that mean exactly the same thing, which is so cool, you know? Like I'm looking at my flyers now. Flyer, leaflet, kind of the same word. But if you had a punchline, you had, if you had a joke where the punchline was flyer or leaflet, The words have different connotations, like a flyer. Well, it also sounds like fly, so you think about flying, whereas leaflet is kind of like a book, like a booklet. So even though they kind of mean the same thing, they also mean different things. And also a flyer, for me, sounds more noble than leaflet. I hate when people talk to me and go like, oh, give me one of your leaflets. I'm like, it's a fucking flyer. This isn't a church. I don't know why I get angry at those people. But... um. Yeah, that guy was nice to talk to, (laughs) I've forgotten what I was talking about again, oh yeah, stumbling over my words in my show, man, I just, I can't fucking talk, man, doing a lot of shows, talking all day, I keep saying to myself as well that I'm going to go out, that I'm going to have a big night at some point, and then every night it gets to like 12.30, and I'm not necessarily tired, but I just, I've got my boys that I want to hang out with, I don't, I, don't, I don't have friends who keep going out to places and dancing and I'm like I don't really want to do that. I do want to dance. I want to dance. I want to go dancing. I had a nice dance the other day. There was a um uh place when I walk home from um like down Cowgate past the Three Sisters, there's this little shed um where they have shows and every night i walk past and they're like pumping this like do 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 like not even like that just like awful absurd music 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 that's like i'm dying now <laughs> it's just like the most horrific you know trancey house loud whatever and um and there'll be like one person inside just dancing by themselves and, like fluoro neon lights and flashing and all of that and uh and I walk past every night. And one night there was a b- <laughs> one night there was a bouncer standing out the front. And uh, I walked past, and he was just like, "Hey, man, you want to come in? We're partying." And I couldn't tell if they were actually partying, and there was just no one in there, or if someone was cleaning and they had music on, and the bouncer was just like making a joke, you know, like being like, "Oh, bro, we're partying," but it's like actually we're not partying. They've just got music on. Ah. while someone, like, sweeps the floor. But then I went past on Friday night, or was it Saturday, I can't remember, and there were fucking heaps of people in there dancing, and I got to have a little boog. None of my friends that I want to hang out with, the Luca, Blake, and, uh, Luca, Pete, and Knox, Blake, RIP, back in London, dead now to me. Um, none of those guys really want to go dancing, so I'm just kind of hanging out by myself. I'm not going to go dancing by myself, that's fucking gross, isn't it? I went past the Three Sisters the other day, on my way to a spot, and they were playing um new rules by Dua Lipa I got news, I got them. Bow, bow, bow. I got news, I heard them. and uh the dance floor was full, and I, I remember like walking through and I'm like normally I would just plow my way through this crowd and get to the show, but I love that song. And it was the bit, you know, the bit like one, to pick up the phone. You know, he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. Two, fuck, well, how, when did I get such a bad singer? When did I become the worst singer in the world? Oh my god. Oh, that is mortifying. <laughs> I couldn't possibly be a worse singer. Fuck! Man! I had big dreams, you know, I had big plans, I was going to quit comedy and and be a fucking lounge act, go be, sing serious songs about my feelings and no one would accuse me of being a storyteller, I could just go and sing And, and, and now my voice is fucked and I have to do fucking stupid comedy forever, you know the bit of the song, right, the build up, I was like, and I walked through the thing and there was people dancing and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait till this drop comes and I'm going to fucking dance my little tushy off. My little tuchus. And, uh, tushy? <laughs> Is that something that people say? Anyway, tutsi That's an uh, awful group of people who killed a bunch of people in an African country, uh, I believe. As, uh, my research leads me to believe. Sorry, I don't know anything about the history of your country. I'm, I'm sorry. Um... <clears throat> the uh yeah, I went in there and I'm like, I'm going to fucking have a dance and then I'm looking for a spot because, you know, you want to like find a little spot, get ready to have a groove but everywhere I looked, there were either in, like intimidating groups of guys or like guys trying to dance with girls or just groups of girls by themselves. I mean, that's the three configurations that you can have, isn't it? All guys, all girls or a mix and all three of those groups, I'm not comfortable like walking up to them and and like making an eye contact with them you know and being like i'm about to dance here cuz i feel like they're thinking like oh this guy's trying to dance with us but we don't know who he is but he's by himself you know so like what do you do if you want to dance by yourself and you're sober you're not drunk or like high enough to be like i'm just doing it like so like what do i do do i just go and stand in a corner and face the corner face the corner of the wall just to let everyone know i'm not trying to creep on anyone i'm not trying to dance with anyone here i'm not trying to pull any sort of moves or make any friends i'm just by myself trying to experience a moment and and this is where they're playing music so let me just dance in this corner but i just stood kind of I i found a little spot and i just stood there i had my bag over my shoulder and my coat and i cut a little rug, and then I'm just like, I don't want to be too, like, get too into it, because then people are like, who's he trying to impress, you know, (laughs) I'm "I'm not trying to impress anyone, man, I just, it's that I've got new rules, and I'm, I'm counting them, and that's how I identify with this song on an emotional level, so I just wanted to express that physically for about 10 to 15 seconds before I go up and judge the roast battle in Maggie's front room and the three sisters, Edinburgh, EH, I think I I'm thinking about it too much. I should just dance, shouldn't I? When did I become such a bad singer and such a self-conscious dancer? I used to be so free I used to dance like no one was watching. I used to I used to fuck like I didn't have herpes. <laughs> That's a good one. Dance like no one's watching. Sing like no one's listening. Fuck like you don't have herpes. <laughs> Fuck, like, it's not contagious. (laughs) Ah, That's so good. Oh, man. (laughs) Laugh like she didn't leave you. (laughs) Run like you... (laughs) Run like the house isn't on fire. (laughs) scream like you're not filled with despair. Be sad because you are. I'm not sad. I feel great. 27 minutes, three to go. This has been a lot of fun, hasn't it? No plan on this one. Maybe that's what I need to do more of. Maybe I'll change the name of this podcast again to No Plan Nelly. I don't think I could do this every week. I don't think I'm that fucking happy every week. Maybe I should just do it every week. And even if if I've got nothing to say, just sit in silence. Maybe it'll be the meditation podcast. Man, my fucking headspace meditations, it's gotten to a point I'm doing like the pro level ones now. So uh, I've been doing it every morning. I'm on like a 15-day streak. And before that, I was on like a 40-day streak or something. And then I took one day off and my streak ended. But uh, I'm fucking on a roll with the shit. But I'm on the pro-level ones now where he starts talking less and less and less. And now I'm just like, you're taking the piss, man. Like, this dude is really just printing money at this stage. Because now he starts a thing. He just goes like, "Mm, hello. And welcome back to the Headspace journey. Today, I just want you to think about resistance and, and how we are. And actually, at the moment, the last few days, he's been going like... Sometimes you might get a little bit sleepy during the meditation. But I just want you to think about when in the day you're meditating. And if you're doing it before bed, maybe that's why you're getting a little bit sleepy. And so now with that, just set yourself up in the normal way and begin with a few deep breaths. And then he doesn't say anything. So there used to be, for it's 15 minute meditations. And there used to be like little prompts all the way along. Go like, just focus on the breath, come back, do the thing, you know. And you, like, count your breaths, like, in one, out two, in three, out four, whatever, up to ten. But now, it's like, he doesn't have any prompts in the middle. It doesn't even, at the end, go, now let your mind roam free. It used to go, let your mind roam free for 15 to 20 seconds. And then it go, now come back, and if you haven't already, open your eyes. And that's the end. Now, he just does fucking 30 seconds at the start, and then, like, 14 minutes of silence. And then... At the end, he just goes, "Open your eyes," and that feel nice, and we're done. He just recorded, like fucking ten of those, and if this, every day is just a new theme. You feel sleepy today? Well, don't do that. You feel feel sad today? Maybe don't do that either. You feel, you're feeling, you're feeling like you're giving me a bunch of money and you don't really know what you're paying for with a meditation app, don't worry about it. Start with some deep breaths. I'll see you in fifteen minutes, idiot. <laughs> what am i paying for i just it just came out of my fucking google account today and i'm like oh there's another month it's good i like it i don't know what i'm getting out of it though i don't feel elevated i don't feel it is nice it's nice to start the day i guess there's a reason i keep doing it it's because it's nice to have a routine or something yeah anyway look i think i'm done That's the podcast for this week. Fuck yeah. I might chuck a song at the end. Yeah, I'm going to chuck a song at the end. A song that a lady that I like sent me. That's right. I like a lady. I've been trying not to say it for the whole podcast. And I'm just going to say it now. I met a lady that I like and I'm going to visit her in London next week. And I'm going to cancel a bunch of uh, short semi-romantic sexual engagements that I did have probably to see her. Okay? I'm very excited and she sent me a song the other day and so I want to play you guys it and it doesn't really mean anything in the context of the rest of the stuff that I've said but I'm very happy. Which means I'll be sad soon But right now I'm enjoying it Fucking Oh what am I talking about No what this is, I hate that I've said this last part I almost got through the podcast Without talking about my feelings And now I'm talking about My stupid ass feelings Thank you very much This has been Aidan Taco Giant Sitting I under a tree in a house, Come I and see my shows in Edinburgh the top, Or don't Fuck <laughs> I I you
1: <laughs> cracked my head In the vacant lot There's a row of tiny houses there now And we used to light fires in the garden and I could cool my head on the concrete steps but the girl down the street hit my sister on the head with a stick and we hid behind my father as he knocked on her parents' door to tell him what she did but the parents were drunk so they really didn't give a sh- girl down the street said a dog couldn't bark cause a man with an axe cut its voice box out but my older sister told me that it probably wasn't true and I believe what she said cause she took me by the hand one time when a couple men drove down the hill in a white van said there was a phone box filled with money round the corner and I would have gone along but she took me by the hand to the house in the middle of the hill in the middle of the hill And our mother knew the words to a lot of different songs And we'd always sing the harmonies when we'd sing along She had cool, cool hands Hit. And the noises that the trains made sounded like people in my head And the stories that the ceiling told through the pictures in the grains On the wood boards and I could stay outside till the sky went red And I could cool my head on the concrete steps And you can never really see the top from the bottom But I'm paying enough attention to the good things when I got them You can never really see the top from the bottom But I'm paying enough attention to the good things when I got them I'm paying enough attention to (laughs) the good things when I got 'em. I'm paying enough attention to the good things when I got 'em. I'm paying enough attention to the good things when I got 'em. I'm paying enough attention to the good things when I got 'em. No.